Hi, welcome to Ha'igeret, or The Message, a unique journal of original and plagiarized Jewish thought in the merit of my grandfather, Benjamin Ari Ben Leah, and for Yerufuah Shlema, a complete healing for Esther Batsipora. In this week's Parsha, we continue with Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses, our teacher, as he recounts the events of the past four years in the Midbar in the desert. We begin the Parsha with a conditional statement, where Moshe tells Bnei Yisrael that if they observe the mitzvot they have received from God, then God will keep the covenant, the writ that he made with our ancestors. The Parsha opens with, And it will be, because you will heed these ordinances and keep them and perform them, that the Lord your God will keep for you the covenant and the kindness that he swore to your forefathers. This word used for it will be, or so it shall follow, is the word akev, which is the name of our parsha. Akev literally means heel, like the heel of your foot. And here it can mean on the heels of following the mitzvot. We can also interpret this usage of akev to refer to walking, as in our feet walking in the way of our ancestors, or the way that God would like us to conduct ourselves in the way of God's mitzvot. Rashi, Rabbi Shlomo Yitzchaki, also comments that this usage of akev refers to the fact that we should heed all commandments, even hamitzvot hakalot, light or simple mitzvot, that one might trample with their heel and not view as important. A mitzvah kala is a common way to refer to a minor or light or not-so-weighty mitzvah. We also learn, though, that we cannot know the exact importance of certain mitzvot on this earth. So shouldn't we know which mitzvot to prioritize, though? I guess not, if we don't know what the value of each mitzvah is. But if we're pursuing all mitzvot equally, perhaps that's a way to walk in the way of God. If we are constantly pursuing righteous things, even things that we in our human error deem to be less important, we will live a righteous life. And I guess when we think of these important or heavy commandments, we think of do not kill or do not steal or do not worship idols. But something like do not embarrass others or do not slander others or do not lie can fall to the side. We're definitely judgmental people, or at least I am, for now, always working on it. And as much as we think we weigh the big mitzvot more than we weigh the little ones when we judge, we also make judgments based on the little things. Again, or at least I do. These little things can be something like the way that someone speaks to an Uber driver, or whether or not someone picks up a piece of trash that they drop, or a big one for me, if someone makes others feel valued and included in conversation. This is definitely not a hot take. I think that the way that people treat someone that owes them nothing is really, really telling. So if we perform these easy mitzvot with the same energy that we perform these harder mitzvot, I suppose that's a well-rounded life that is walking in the way of God. In response for observing these mitzvot, we are told that God will, quote, bless you and make you many, and bless the fruit of your wombs and the fruit of your soil. The first blessing we are granted is longevity. Longevity in the here and now, i.e. plenty of food in your fields, fertile soil, and longevity for years to come, i.e. generational prosperity, having fruitful wombs. But isn't it a little funny that we are blessed with children and then blessed with plentiful food? Don't you like need to know that you have enough to sustain a child before you bring them into the world? 
but maybe it's an expression of faith to bring children into the world without knowing 100% that you can provide for them. And then you really have to have faith that the children wouldn't have come into the world without the reality that they could live. This reminds me of something that we read in Pirkei Avot in the Ethics of the Fathers. Uh, it's in order of the Mishnah. There's a whole section in Pirkei Avot which is full of these if-then statements. One of these is, if there is no flour or bread, then there is no Torah. And if there is no Torah, then there is no flour or bread. Im ein kemach ein Torah. Im ein Torah ein kemach. The Bartanira, or Ravavadia ben Avrahami Bartanira, explains this means how can a person sustain themselves to learn if they can't eat? And what good is food to sustain you if your life isn't full of meaning, full of Torah learning, full of Jewish learning? So maybe it's a chicken or the egg situation with this bracha of children and then uh, having fertile fields. You don't have mouths to feed if there are no children there, and you can't have children without food to feed them. And then bringing you back to our first point, just as a plentiful harvest is the basis of, of sustaining life, performing even small mitzvot is the basis for us to have a meaningful life too. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a Shabbat Shalom.